Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to the Higher Estate, where we talk about all things related to cannabis. We're bridging the gaps between the medical world and the recreational lifestyle legacy market world. Uh, my name is Dr. Ira Price, and here we just cut through bullshit. What do you think <laughs> about that, Al? Oh, dude, you know I'm for the bullshit cutting through. Really? Great. You like the bullshit? No, he likes cutting no, through no, it. I he like just said it in a very it. weird way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said you like the bullshit coming through. You mean cutting? No, cutting. cutting. Okay. <laughs> I got it. So today, so that's what we do. We're going to cut through bullshit. That's what we do. We get rid of the BS. Either BS is bullshit or it's bro science. <laughs> you know, bro, science is like, bro, bro, it's going to cure your cancer, bro. Yeah, CBD fixes yeah. everything. CB- <laughs> <laughs> CBD is going to cure your cancer and got your Alzheimer's. No HIV problem. HIV yeah, yeah. and your Alzheimer's, your IBD, IBS. Emphysema. I think it's, I think obesity, it's diabetes. The, and oh, the most Kyle, you froze up there, buddy. Oh yeah, he did. Sorry. Oh no, you oh, did. No, he just was. Dude, how do you sit that still? <laughs> You're like a gargoyle. Dude, I thought you weren't even real. No, I was like, you froze. You got cast I into stone. I can see you now. You can't get away from us anymore. Not like last week. That was awesome. So uh, you need a mold of of Al like Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> what's that one? That what's what's that thing they used to do with? Um, what's that guy on um, on Al? What's his name? Um, on what? On uh, Howard Stern. Yeah, okay. You know Howard Stern has that though that flat Albert or flat Stanley, flat something. No, no one knows what I'm talking no. about. I listen to a lot of Howard Stern, but more newer one. Yeah, yeah, but back in the day, they like had, before Artie, they had like that that poster or like that cutout of. Uh, uh, I think I know what you're talking Stanley. about, but that's like be, that's like radio days. That was before Sirius and everything. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. you know what? Actually, we need to cut out of I still listen to Howard Stern, all the old ones on mm-hmm. YouTube. They're all on YouTube. All the ones with Artie are on there, and it's awesome. Yeah. Mm. Hey Al, if you're thinking, I go to Randy's Patties. That's oh. where I go for patties in Toronto. It's on Eglinton. Is that Toronto? Yeah, it's on. on Eglinton. Yeah, it's that's a, where I am. It's a very very good spot. Check it out. Hmm. Eglinton and what? Um, I'll tell you right now. We're, We're talking about where we can get pizza because we I are going to have like a, we got pizza. a break. I don't know if it'll be a break or it'll just be just Tyler eat. going yeah. to get a pizza from the door. Pretty much. I won't eat it because I'm eating nutritious. Pizza can be nutritious. Boys. Anyway. Egg- Eglinton so. Avenue West in York. Okay. Or All right. So like this that. is what we're going to oh, be doing, guys. Listen, <laughs> we have a whole new system. Now we have... Al on the TV screen. Booyakasha. We've got a new mixer majiggy thing over here. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Lucas getting yeah. it. And Al and Lucas somehow figuring their shit out and, and and making love to all the electricity or what do you call this? Techie stuff. Electricity. Okay. Sure. It's electricity. Yeah. Good. It's we all got dependent. All new cords. Which sound which sounds so good. They sound good. They sound really good. They don't sound like they (laughs) No, but more than anything, it's like I can individually bring in all the mics and control them independently. That's amazing. That's yeah, that's okay. So I didn't bring any guests on today or create any structure just in case everything fell apart and we had to just bullshit our way through it. Because we've been down this road before. Prepare for chaos. So so the only thing we time did we start last week? Yeah, three forty five maybe. Yeah, about that. And I wasn't even here. Mm -hmm. It took me 
uh, 30, it took us 39 minutes to start talking about what we were supposed to talk usually about. Usually, yeah. I'm the one look slowing like it's moving. I know. I'm usually the one who slows you guys yeah, down. Yeah, usually you don't Sorry. start because whatever. So, He's what we're going to start doing, our new format, or it's not a new format, same format, but you know how we've been reviewing articles, and although yes. it's a lot of fun to review articles, or no, let me rephrase that. <laughs> it's very interesting to review articles. It's also boring as fuck. Yeah, look at Al. <laughs> <laughs> this is Al, Al and, I mean, even I was bored last time listening to myself like do all this stuff. Yeah. So I think they're kind of almost designed that way to be that dry, right? They are, yeah. but we're gonna we're gonna change it up. It's a different format, and 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 uh, the seminar thing. Unless you're listening to a seminar that's going on, really doesn't help the conversation. No, no. I agree. No. It's 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 boring. So we're gonna do like a Rotten Tomatoes kind of things. We're gonna have the bro science meter. Yeah. But instead of Rotten Tomatoes, we're gonna do a BS meter, bro science meter, and we'll 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 give it we'll give, we'll all go through giving it some ratings. Basically, I'll be like, here's the study. Here's the result of the study. I think it's shit or great because of this. What do you think in the real world this stuff really turns into? Okay, we're done reviewing the study. Does that sound like a good idea? From a conversation point, sure. <laughs> and then we'll talk about like stuff related to it and interviews and all that other business. What do you think? No? Uh. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so today we have a whole lot of news to talk about. That's going to take us through. We're going to start off with doing like 20 minutes of news because we got a lot of news to talk about this week. Uh, Tyler's our news guy. This is a really interesting article that just came out. Hold on. This is actually not probably it's not related to humans, but listen to this. Vets thought these Icelandic horses had nerve disorders, but it turned out that they were eating wild cannabis. Sorry, what? <laughs> Back in 2011, about seven horses fell ill, displaying certain neurological symptoms and unexplained hunger. Interesting. But thanks to the Icelandic Association of Veterinarians, who, with the help of the American Association of blah, 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 AAEP, <laughs> did a little... <laughs> they did Basically, they did a toxicity report on these horses and found out that somehow they were eating wild cannabis in Iceland. Are they still alive? Yeah, the horses, horses are fine. They're totally fine. What? The horses are totally alive and fine. There they are right there. They look happy. They had unexplained hunger. And oh, they just wanted to eat a lot? That, and apparently they thought it was a nerve disorder, but... Why? Did they, they have, like, stoned. a wild tick? No. <laughs> Or were they just going, (laughs) No idea. Al, what do you got going on over there? Is that your Shatterizer? I'm puffing on some platinum BHO. It's a berry punch. And it's something new. It's a clearer shatter than I've seen before from Champion. Oh, really? Yeah, it's clear shatter. You've got a good picture coming through. Look at that, eh? I adjusted it before you guys called me. <laughs> oh, it looks really good. Looks good. You, you look thin. You look fit. You look fit. Yeah, you look good. I mean, you look good either way. The beard looks good. It's very Santa. Yes. You're the Jewish Santa. The Jewish Santa. That's what I call it. looks really good. I don't know about wild horses, but there is a grizzly bear going on over here. Some freeloading bear with a case of the munchies. 
went for a dispensary a dumpster in Colorado. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. These bears must be really hungry. So it said also oh. the horses, they right. don't know where they found the cannabis. They're just assuming it was in a field somewhere that they're roaming free. So why do they think it's wild cannabis? Maybe the horses went to some Because dudes. they can't explain the origin of it. I wonder who owned who planted it. Wasn't it wasn't the guy that planted it who owned yeah, the no, it was, owned the farm. It was some wild guy. The guy some that guy. Yeah, yeah, some guy. I don't know. Anybody know Obviously, a guy? Obviously, I guess. I, well, Iceland's laws are probably probably pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if you remember back uh, on that topic. Um, remember when I went to the Arctic? I did that ski. You probably yeah. weren't here. Were you here when I did that ski trip? It no, was maybe you did just a ski before trip you. This year. I did, but two years ago, maybe just before you started, you probably were here when, mm-hmm. when I did that um, ice or that Iceland. I did. Uh, anyway, so I did this. Uh, I went to the, like I did this trip. Anyway, bottom line was I was in Iceland, and uh, skiing, and then. Um, what happened? So one one of the guides on this trip, he was talking about cannabis. Mm-hmm. Remember, and I was talking about, and this was still back in the prohibition days, but Iceland is still over there in that prohibition yeah. sort of mentality. But this guy, remember, he was telling me his name was Vedar. He was our uh, Vader. They have the most badass Vader. Names. Like, yeah, he basically <laughs> looks like you. Yeah, we're Vikings. He's, you're, yeah, he's short yeah. too. Like, I'm sure, like short the, and stocky. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's kind of like you know, remember in the movie The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, you know those Gimli. Vikings, like no, but the guys with the red beards. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Gimli, yeah. it's the. Um, oh, what do they, they call them? They were like the mountain people. Oh, they have a name. The el- not the what, el- from Game elves. Of Thrones? Yeah. Elves? No, 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 no. From uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've never seen Lord of the Rings. What? What? How is that never even possible? Lord of the Rings? I've read The Hobbit and other books, but no, okay, I don't. okay, but The Hobbit, it's the same idea. But yeah, so read the, you know like the Viking guys, the guys that like, mind. What was yeah, their name? The short dudes. Anyway, y'all look like them. It's on Netflix but now. They're like you I'm don't want to fuck with them. You don't want to fuck with those people. I don't like. I'm sure somebody movies. on Instagram is telling us now, but we can't see it. That's the only fault we still have is we can't see our Instagram. Yeah, actually, actually. you know what, Ira? Once we get everything, all the bugs in, uh, worked out. We can, dwarf. can can request an Dwarfs. invite to show you their video while you're doing your video. Right? Say so what? You can see them while you're on ca- on camera on Instagram, basically. Like you can invite them into your. Oh, video. I get you. So, but live though, that's the problem. Hey, why don't yeah, we put yeah. yours up right here, and then you can ask questions. Let's see if I why didn't we ever think about that? Of what? Because we can, he can pull up his Instagram and see what people are saying. Because oh, mine's the live and, one, and then and then we could just share it we to could Al. just well, or we could oh, just answer on his. All I have to do I is mute. I, I, the you know what? I might be able to figure that out. Yeah. yeah, you just call Al. Like I can invite you to the. Uh, yeah, but Al doesn't. We need it. I know, but I can invite Tyler to this session, and then he can screen share. Fuck is my login. Eh, we'll figure it out. We can do that another time. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, Al, if you go onto your Instagram right now. Go to my live. You could see what people are saying. Yeah, you could screen share it too. Mm-hmm. You see, I can, I can go on to uh, go on to my live. Just mute it. If you screen and share, and then you can see what people are saying. If Al, you screen share and you split share you yourself, too. dude, yeah. we can even like we're not, you know. Yeah, we Alice. may use yeah, cannabis. I don't, I don't want to start messing with video while I'm running audio. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. No, it's just turning I mean, on. The it's not that big Instagram. of a deal. It's like, yeah, you just just go to go to your Instagram. Go to yeah, four. I know, on him, I, I know, I, I know that's where I am. I, I can look at your video, but I good. I, so keep yeah. the, keep watch the comments. Can you screen share? That's it. it. Don't screen share. Just watch the comments. Uh, but then we can no, see it too. Oh. Yeah, I don't even see it live on there yet. 
Did I forget to press start? Actually, no, I went really. On it already. I went on it. Is it already. on there? Really, it was, I could yeah. do it too. I went on it. Let me see here. So if I go on. It's going. It's going. All right. Oh, yeah, we're totally live. All right. So I'll turn your volume down. Hold on. Maybe. We're, we're good, people. Look, we're I good. Can, we can look at it right now. I'll what are people it. saying? We got it. Oh, you can look at what people are saying. Okay, yeah. dwarfs, that was it. Anyways, bottom line, I don't know how we got off the topic because we usually stay on topic really well. <laughs> By the way, I think I owe a lot of money already into this uh, swear jar. Yeah, probably. So <laughs> when he was saying about Iceland, um, he said basically the, the president, it's a very conservative country when it comes to cannabis. Mm -hmm. And, he, and you know, I used to use his example when I would give a lecture because, you know, they still believe that cannabis heroin death. You right. know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. if you're using cannabis, you're going to be using heroin. Mm -hmm. And if you're using heroin, you're going to die. Yeah. Cannabis equals death. But That's basically what they still believe yeah. over there. So but they have the benefit of being really small and they can change very quickly. Like, if you look at what happened to the banking system there, right. they changed that on a dime. They threw them in jail and they changed it, like, you know, literally one protest. Who and what? Yeah. So their old president that, yeah. you know, when the banking scandal happened, they threw the bankers in jail, yeah. changed the laws, and they were like, okay. Overnight. Because it's such a tiny country. Yeah, it's Reykjavik, and that's it, you know, pretty yeah. much. So, well, yeah. I, I was in a place called uh, Isafjörður, okay. which is on like the northwest idea. tip, and then got on. So how boat. do you get there? So you fly from here to Reykjavik. Yeah. From Reykjavik. Reykjavik. baby. I know how to pronounce these Reykjavik. words. Reykjavik. And it's actually a great way. If you ever want to travel to the like anywhere in Europe, yeah. the best way to go is through Iceland. That's how they oh, pride yeah. themselves on having really like value Icelandic flight. Icelandic right? yeah. Wow just got shut down. Yeah. yeah why? Uh, it's the Icelandic airline. Oh. just didn't make enough money. Well, Iceland, well take air uh, or uh, Icelandic air, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's not so. Wow. It's now way more expensive two, to go to Iceland is now. It two? Is it? Yeah, they, oh, because Wow went down. Bucks to go first class to Iceland. It's going to be way more 50 now. bucks to go It'll from there. It's going to be way more, more now because now. there's no competition for uh, Air no, Canada and Icelandic. It has Air. nothing to do with the competition. It, it does it, because no, Wow was super no. cheap to go to Iceland. It doesn't matter. Wow yeah. was the cheapest guys, way to just, fly to Europe. Would you let me fucking finish? Jesus, you guys. I know they're really dependent on the tourists. It has nothing to do with that. The reason they had it at such low cost, that's how they pride themselves on tourism. Mm -hmm. Watch their commercials. Yeah. Your, right. your cheapest you, way into Europe. Come through Iceland. Absolutely. And right now, so that's, it's not going to change. Right now, because of what, what happened with Wow, if you uh, the news out of Iceland now is their tourism industry is gone. It's taken a huge hit. Okay, yeah. watch. There's nothing going to change to Icelandic air. Look. I'm look. reading about it right now. Okay, go look at it's. Go look at but Yeah, there's probably uh, going to be somebody that picks flights. up the slack, right? It's anyway, like it's, the bottom line is Iceland, when it comes to cannabis, was still on like the mm. totem pole of if you use cannabis, you're going to die because it's going to lead you to heroin, and that's the bottom yeah. line. Do you think you would, if the doctors there pushed for it more, they, they would be receptive to it? Like... Is it that kind of thing or what, uh, you know? You know, like, it's so hard to say really because... Like, how does I'm it change, even, you know? Yeah, how does it change? Yeah, I think we've been asking that question for <laughs> like three decades, I, true, like yeah. 10 decades. But the last two decades, particularly here, you know... It, hey, it, look, I can see myself on the TV. Hey, yeah, <laughs> he finally figured it out. He got so happy. <laughs> so, can you hear us, Al? So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm just on my phone with it. The question, the question was, and you can answer the questions on there then too. Mm -hmm. um, the if you see people asking questions, you can ask yeah, me. Yeah, sure. So, the question was, how does a country 
change. Change. Yeah. Change culturally country, too, yeah. right? It's not just how does yeah. the paradigm change yeah. in a, a how country. How does the mentality it's, shift? Yeah. It's is it government? It's definitely you know there are some countries now that are mm -hmm. are top down government making the change like the u.s if anything changes it's like federally it's the government that's going to make that yeah. change culturally they've been there everybody's yeah. been there culturally for so been long there for like yeah until <laughs> you have that. big players that want to make a change it won't change and you know what that comes yeah. down to a business case yeah yeah and it's like, like the same thing like the the housewives have to adopt it right they have to be okay with it because everything like unless you get certain demographics okay with it culturally that's not going to change even if, you know, everything else does. Yeah. Uh, how does medicine change is the question. You know, like I remember a decade mm. ago when I was just starting out doing this, um, or not even, just, you know, 2011, 10, 2011, you know, <clears throat> and uh, they were all laughing. Mm. That, you know, the physicians didn't even want to hear it. There was, yeah. you know, I'd go out and give lectures and, and they, you know, and you'd get laughed at. But the truth is, I don't know if you saw my post today, because back then, though, we had a mission. Yeah. It was like, we have something to do. Yeah. And that, it was a lot of fun going out, educating, and we were really passionate about it. Because you feel, it. like, rebellious towards it, right? Yeah. You're like, just, yeah. We're, well, we're doing yeah. something we believe in that other mm -hmm. people don't. And I don't know, it was that restless soul, like, spirit kind yeah. of mentality. Hey, you're young, and, man. You want to change the world. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, well, I mean, I wasn't that young, but I appreciate you, that. <laughs> and, and, I mean, I'm still still young and restless. Are you looking at a flight to, are you planning on going? I, 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 I'm, to go to I'm planning for a it's long awesome. time. I, I see in the next year for sure I'm going. Plan not to do it because wow shut down. Well, no, go through Icelandic Air. It's, that's how I flew. Right now, it's a way better way to. It was a great way to fly. Anyway, so Oops. over time, I mean, over time, did physicians change because of that? I think they did, but I think the because of people it, like you going it, out and doing it. Yeah, you, yeah, you need like you need a you need a figure that's willing to put their ass on the line yeah. and has no an, uh, can what. talk from a place and, of authority and right. is respected. Right, that's the yeah. hard part. Is that it's hard to find somebody like that who's willing to take the arrows yeah like that's the thing because they're going to come after you no matter what right yeah it's, that's going to happen and the only people that can really we're, we were lucky in canada even though we didn't have um we didn't have clinicians we had like one or two but we didn't really have clinicians doing it until i came around mm. but what we did have was researchers right and yeah. so we had guys like mark Ware, mary lynch fiona campbell uh, like and if then guys, they can advocate for if it, which you want to see right? some really awesome research you go look at thing people like Fiona Campbell and Mary Lynch and you look at Mark where you look at those people what they've been doing for two decades in our country mm. yep. so they laid the groundwork for this to happen globally really you know they 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 may not have been clinically working with cannabis very much mm -hmm. but they they gave me a foundation to be able to go out and say this is why I'm doing it even yeah. though the the arrows all came at me not to the research because right. I was working with humans and uh, and they were working yeah you're like, the end end user right. kind of you know and I was doing it on a large scale I wasn't shy about it right. but at least I had precedence to do it mm -hmm. other countries didn't, don't really have a precedence to right. do it necessarily mm -hmm. now they have a lot of our research which by the way since legalization has been fucking impossible and that was part of yeah. the that was part of that was one of the articles that was, i posted yeah yeah uh, well, is that like this how much it's stifled I'll, I'll tell you, you know research to our research but it's really sad because like you said we were we were doing we were the leaders in it for so long and it's just you know government just the, just the, does, yeah the yeah. government has screwed us so um, screwed research so since um initially cannabis fell under the narcotics act right the mm. regulations of the um of a uh, controlled substance act right <clears throat> 
which made it a level two, and it was a level two uh, banned substance. Which is what? It has medical benefits. It has medical yeah. benefits, but it's still illegal. It's right okay. up there with morphine and all the other things. Okay. And, and in the States, it was like, it was like. Your pizza's here, buddy. And in the States, it was like no medical relevancy whatsoever. We're not taking a break. I'm still going. <laughs> So, yeah, so here, but so we were during that time, it makes research really easy mm. because not really easy, but it, it, it follows a paradigm in the same way that and you, you would, know the rules, you know, what right, to follow. You would, the right. same way you would study a narcotic in a, or any substance that's a level two substance. And there's well just, established. That's right. Yeah. You just have yeah. to go through, you know, you go through the, uh, the um, Health Canada's. Uh, you know, pharmaceutical directorate. And then even the people at Health Canada would be well-versed in the process too, right? And they know what they're doing. You didn't need any special other licenses. Now, since the Cannabis Act, not only do you need to go through the same uh, uh, Health Canada directorate for pharmaceuticals and clinical trials and all that stuff, but now Mm -hmm. the holdup, the bottleneck is at this special other license called a research license for cannabis. Every time you do research now in Canada, you have to get this license. There are approximately 230 applications for clinical trials that are with cannabis that are sitting on some desk i don't know what's going on over there but it's bottlenecked and they can't get to them yeah because one they don't know what they're doing like they it's just new to they're them they're not trained well they're right. at a, it's nothing, a whole yeah. new area since this cannabis act yeah. i think it's ridiculous i think it's put a big massive hinder on the way given that how how time sensitive it is because if they don't do it somebody else is going to do it and then then what then we lose out on you know a lot of oh yeah because if you're a researcher and they're stopping it, then why you're going to leave, right? Oh, yeah. At I some mean, point. the biggest problem, one of the biggest problems is for me, he's already eaten slices of pizza <laughs> over there. He was he was going down. Can you bring me one? Can you bring do, me one? Do you want to bring, bring me some one? pizza to people or, uh, or what's the story? So here, take play? a plate. There's some plates here. I'm just going to bring the whole box. You're going to bring the whole box? Well, I mean, it does for me. So I have a yeah. research company that... I think it does for everybody. Researches, yeah, for all researchers. All lose out. Even the people, end user loses out too, right? So like people that... Yeah, of course. So I guess everybody suffers from it. Everybody. Yeah, Top down, man. Point. Yeah. It's a really good point. Everybody's going to suffer from the lack of research that we're able to do right now. You can't learn I, things without research. Yeah. I, have, I know people that are trying to... You know, for example, I have a clinical trial that's just about to start. You know, we just... We just put into publish publish our manuscript on cannabis the cannabis for opioid Opioids, substitution. Yeah, yeah. That was the um, that's a big the, one. The observational study. Okay. That's where you remember when we look at trials, we can either blind people or we can look at them over time. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. looked at twelve hundred patients over time to see if they were reducing their opioids using cannabis. You still didn't bring him a slice of pizza. It's okay. I got it. I got it. I got no, it. he can't get out of there. I'm kind of boxed in. Yeah. <laughs> just give him a piece of pizza. As I'm just Jeez. boxed in because the HMI came oh. over. I like to share. I see that. Oh. Thank you, Tyler. Cheers. Um. So, the uh, so what was I talking about? Oh right, research. so the observational. <laughs> so the observational trial. So we uh, we looked at twelve hundred patients over a period of time to see how many people were able to decrease their opioids if they were or not. At the end of the day, eighty five percent of the patients in, enrolled in this trial had decreased their opioid use. Almost sixty percent of them were off of them one hundred percent. That's nuts. Nuts. And then we had people like down to twenty five percent, etc. We were looking at like ninety percent of people who had decreased their opioids mm-hmm. of that eighty five percent. And I got to see firsthand people going through that, 
And everyone who was doing was happy to do the survey because they're having good results. Yeah. yeah it's, it's so much of a life changer for so many people. Right. It's like, so now we got to put that into an actual clinical study. Yeah. And we actually have to randomize the people and blind them and give them, even though blinding is tough with cannabis, but mm -hmm. we'll do like a similar, we'll do a cannabis, we'll do a whole bunch of arms. But in the meantime, where's my holdup now? My holdup's with Health Canada because of this new Cannabis yeah. Act. And that's people's lives. I mean, that's, you know, we forget to, you know, talk about it that way. But it is real, real people and real lives that are suffering because of government slowing down and just not being well prepared and not caring enough. You know One of, what? Yeah. Um, we see uh, 20, Keep 20 some odd people every week IG on Hope, at, at Hope, just on the corner. Just off, uh, no trials, just come and get a a pack and I hope it helps but when they come and talk to us they're they're very appreciative I mean they're uh, people are walking miles just to come and get a couple of doobies and a cookie you know just yeah to get one day of relief yeah I mean it's it's been really difficult it's been really I guess you know I guess you're right you have a point I mean I still come at it when I'm in clinic, I come at it from a a uh, hard a, facts a, a, and, and well, percentage. no, in clinic I come at it from a human perspective. Okay, yeah, because I'm dealing with people every single day. Mm. But when I'm talking about my re about the research that we do, yeah, I dis I, I am I'm dissociating it. You have from to be the to human do it well, so that right? I can yeah. do it. But at the end of objective. the day, yeah. I mean, the reason I'm doing this research is so that we can change mm -hmm. the way we practice medicine and, and use cannabis in a way. That's the driving force behind it, right? Right, yeah. but and that's the end user at mm -hmm. the end of the day. So really, the end user is the one being harmed mm -hmm. in this in mm -hmm. this whole process. So I think maybe one of the maybe one of the re the things we can do, uh, and for people that listen to this. Um, Get out there and start start making some noise. We yeah. are we're looking for we're looking for things to make noise about right now. Call we got legalization. Have you seen what Cafe's been doing in Toronto? About research? Not research, but as in making noise of how okay, crappy that's our a, system is. That's a little different. Well it shows yeah. how shitty what our system is implanted by the government. We make, we make noise every Thursday at the corner of Ferguson and, and King in Hamilton doing hope. So yeah, they're we, still running all their stores. You just walk up and buy weed out front of them. It's weird. Yeah, they, I don't get that. Ticketing people this yeah, they've too. ticketed they've 18 people them. so far, but I half will have lawyers with those people paid for. I don't understand totally though. Fine. What I don't understand how they're how they can just get away with that. Because it's just street dealing. You're just standing there selling weed on the street corner. You'll get a trafficking ticket. Like set for trafficking it's, narcotics. It's, um, no, the, but they made the law like you go to prison for a long time now if you if you sell to minors. Not trafficking anymore. Though. Oh, that's the yeah, way they're Intent to distribute. Yeah, it's you're and it's you'll go to jail for like five years if you do traffic or intent to a minor. To a regular citizen, it's not nearly as as bad. So what is it? Okay, yeah, like, I, don't I don't remember the exact that. Per, per about it. it. We we looked I it mean, up. Uh, we looked at the fines and stuff like that. For doing what we're doing with hope, standing on the street corner and talking to people and helping them that way, it's a two hundred and some odd dollar fine. There you go. But you're really? Not, they're not selling. Do you selling get it, a? Do you get a record for that? We're, gift, yeah. we're gifting. You're, no, are you, we're gift, you're gifting. That's the difference. Oh, they're gifting. As per, as we're we gonna start. Fuck it. We're gonna start standing selling weed outside our door over here. Like it's, it's a lot easier for the authorities to justify when you're profiting, right? That's always right. the thing. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course. I mean, you're doing it for a really good cause, Al. And for anybody that that doesn't know, Hope is. Uh, why don't you tell everybody what Hope so, is? There's one thing also. Hold on. Hamilton Opiate Prevention Experiment. Mm -hmm. 
uh, run by myself and, and Paula Huey at uh, Gungeonistas, and it's something we have continued uh, doing uh, even though our doors of the lounge are closed. Uh, and mm -hmm. myself and Paula and, and John and Kelly and Puff Dog, we're all out there on the corner. Sometimes the girls come by that work for us and, and hang out as well. But we've got different types of people. We've got people that are living down in the ravine. Everybody knows where they are. Uh, we've got vets that are in the bush that won't come out. That Really? Help. Yeah, literally. They will not come out of the bush. They send other friends out to come and get hope packs from us. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm trying to uh, get down there to, to meet some of these guys. They want to talk to us. So uh, we're hoping that we can maybe establish some kind of a way to help our vets make sure, homeless or not, that they're getting their meds as well. Are you serious? So there, we have veterans that are living. Yeah. I thought we had like, I thought the, There's a I didn't know there, the I know there is a community there, but I didn't know that they don't come out. They very rarely come out unless they're going to the food bank or going to get food or shopping. Otherwise, they're down there, and it's a huge community. We have one here in Toronto down at the docks down yeah. by Cherry Beach, the yeah. commissioner. And and they, they pull up campers at night. I mean, you go down there during the day, and there's a lot of boxes and tents and stuff like that. You go down there at night, and there's, like, campers all along the road. And cars, people, and, and bonfires going, and and, huh. and, and community. Really? So, so yeah. what? So how? Tell me about the success of Hope. That and what you know. What is the ultimate goal that you want to get? I mean, clearly you're helping so many people by by having them out there. Like, what's the uh, by going out our, there? Our ultimate goal as a starter is to give somebody who's having issues with opiates or addiction who needs one day where they can just kick back and go ah because that's a, a starting point are they able are you seeing people coming off of opioids using cannabis through hope yeah we've got a couple of patients that have come in who uh usually leave in tears because they're just so happy because uh, we've got one guy that's down probably maybe a quarter what he was doing Really? As far, as far as the opiates goes, he got bad, bad back problems. Uh, can hardly walk sometimes, and you know it's it's. I've chosen to just stay home and suffer in silence as opposed to jump in a bottle. Right, of course. That's, that's how I've chosen to do it. But some people don't have that choice. Well, okay. so I mean, everybody ha everybody has choice. I, I don't agree with that. I think when it comes to opioid, I think when it comes to any addiction, initially the nidus of the addiction was a choice. After the after the onset of the addiction, now it's an addiction, and you have to make a choice to stop that. And to do that is a very complicated. It's a complicated process, but it's partly free will. And and it yeah, it requires family, friends, community, yourself, mostly yourself. <clears throat> but still, if you, as much as you want to, like, I'm okay right now not eating this pizza because I have something else that's preoccupying my time right now, which is podcasting. But I guarantee you that if this podcast wasn't happening and that pizza was here, I'd either have to leave or I'd it's be just eating a matter it. matter of time, yeah. <laughs> right? Please save him a slice. Yeah. But I think we'll uh, friends and family is a, a big part of it as well, right? And it's like that can tip the scales completely you sometimes. Know, yeah. Let me tell you something. 
one, and, and this is pertaining to the whole thing. I've spent the last 25 years hiding in my apartment, not, not being able to go out because of my fears, my PTSD, and a lot to do with my weight. Right. Okay, and my mobility. Um, I, I'm on my way down. I'm, I'm hovering around 320, 350 now, but I'm on my way down over 500 pounds. I'm right. I'm proud of that. But I am proud of the fact that I am literally half the man I used to be. Right. You know what I'm proud of for you, Al? And I'll be honest with you, because, you know, my, I have people in my own family that suffer from, uh, from, you know, weight and diabetes or from like uh, lymphedema, all this stuff. You get out of your house, you move around, you do all those things and you don't let it inhibit you. I do now. So what did you do to get there? Uh, a lot of cannabis, honestly. Really? Of course I know that, but I mean, for me, it's, you know, there are people out there, I know we're still talking about opioids, but actually you brought up a great point. You're literally the half the man you used to be, and you also walk out the door, and, and you do stuff, and you're active. Yeah, you try to, but you, I know you say that, see, that's weird, because in my mind, I don't think you try, you do. You know, you're, it's, it's, still, it's still a mindset. It's still the, the mindset of... Right, but how? Uh, but the, yeah, I say the root cause is still like almost not being addressed sometimes because right. of that, right? Yeah, I, that's the only thing that I fear yes. about these no, kind no, of things. And, and you're exactly that. That's exactly true. Uh, and and it, it, that's a very big hurdle for a lot of people to get over. That it's, I think, it's the biggest one for a lot of yeah, for a lot of people. Yeah. So what do you do? Do you uh, do you try to work on nutrition? Do you try to work on exercise? I mean, where does it start? Do you need the family and the friends, the support? I feel like you have the support all around. It's not just you. This is for everybody out there. Where I have major support is at Gunjanistas. Yeah. Paula and John and Vicky and, and, and Meg. Yeah. And Kelly and, and like my friends, my family. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, even though I'm, like, I mean, I really struggle with depression and, and agoraphobic Right. That shit. And even though my sister lives two doors above me, sometimes I'm locked in my apartment. I can't go up. It depends on what's going on. It depends if the mood mood disorders kick in. So how does cannabis help? You know, what does cannabis? What, how does cannabis help you? <coughs> it allows me to be more mobile. Yeah. And it also calms me down to the point where. My head, it, uh, from, as you know, with ADHD, the minute you wake up, your head starts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my head's like that all day long. Now, and, and, and Ritalin or Dexedrine will calm that down. It gives right. You a slower pattern of thinking. Yeah. Cannabis will do the same thing. Okay. Right. Uh, as far as I, the right strain will do the strain. Right. I think that's... I think that's really important to know about cannabis is every strain is different for people. Um, we've been recently getting a lot of questions. I know you wanted to say something before. Do you remember it? Yeah, I do. Okay, um, what did you want to say? About the cafe conversation. It's not just 
kids and people buying there. A lot of senior citizens go there because yeah. if you buy medical cannabis and your uh, life insurance company finds out, they can jack up the cost of your life insurance. Mm. Is so that, a lot is of that that's why story? a lot of people don't go to medical cannabis. That makes sense. It's so very it's true. A good thing now happening. There is an insurance company that I don't know the name of it uh, out in Vancouver, and there's one here in Toronto, and they are doing policies mm -hmm. revolving around cannabis life life. Uh, what, what do they call them? Life insurance policy, life insurance policy, life insurance and things like that. But also they're doing home insurance mm -hmm. as well as you can insure your grow now. If you are. Oh, a yep. Grower. The legal growers can insure your grow. Illegal growers? Legal, legal growers oh. can insure their grow. So your tents, how are they? You can I'm not insured at all, but I could be if I wanted to be. You could. You have a grow. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that there was insurance companies that are doing that. That makes sense. You know, I remember back. Yeah, that would be great. Well, I'll tell you, five years ago, or not even five years ago, how long has Synergy Burlington been open three, for? Two, three, three, three years ago. I opened Synergy three years ago, May or two years ago, May even, 2016, 17, 18, or 17. When I don't know. Two anyway, years. two years. It was two years ago, May. I couldn't find anybody except one company, which. Uh, like I was a Steve Wernicke. I think that was the guy. If you need an insurance guy around cannabis, Steve is a good guy. I wonder if it's the same Steve that you know. Anyway. Well, I'll tell you, I, I know that there are a lot of underwriters in Canada. Now. now okay, now. Right. So that's now. But I'll tell I'm just saying two years ago when I opened Synergy, I couldn't find a single damn insurer to cover even like liability insurance yeah, in the like clinic, in our clinic. Not because, And I don't even sell cannabis. Mm. We're really just a medical clinic mm -hmm. that works natural pain and wellness. We don't even just do cannabis. There's other things that happen in Burlington. I mm -hmm. couldn't find anybody except for one company to do it. Um, actually, I found two. One company wanted $25,000 yeah. a year. <laughs> to for for like, coverage sure, yeah we'll yeah of course we'll do it for for half your arm and leg yeah. and uh then there was one reasonable company now two years later it seems like everybody's getting into the game yeah. i don't know which uh well, they have to adapt with the times but i just don't understand how these guys in toronto are just you know opened outside like they just because don't, they don't care about the fine right yeah. that's all who would care about the don't fine. care then it's gonna be but if you're gonna you get a, think, if you're gonna gonna get a fine so, that's even all your employees me, get a thousand dollar fine and that day you make 80 grand right yeah. but who here's an f it's like it's, right. it's the tax have they even established a tie between the cafe owners yeah they wrote an article about it today they wrote an oh they did about which it. article it's right on the growth op Oh, it is? Yeah. Where, and where it has a it? lot of testimonials, actually, from Which people Which doc is it? That I sent you. Cannabis. Oh, no, that's uh, Reasons Why Research, U.S. Bankers. I didn't see that one. Oh, uh, go well, to the growth op? Sorry. It's cool. Go to the very bottom. I thought that was It was posted earlier. Oh, it's a different growth op. Okay, go up. We're looking for an article, people. Despite arrests, centers blocks illegal Toronto dispensaries still selling. Oh, wow. Article right All there. right. So here's my question, though. Here's my question to people. Yep. Um, and I think this is one of the reasons why these places are able to stay open. Um, the owners never get in trouble. 
Who are the people getting arrested? The task force, they started they're, to do that though, right? They started to mm-hmm. lock up the buildings and, and... They're locking up the buildings, but they're not taking down the people that own it. I know, it. but they're, they're taking down. down they're, they're making them not able to like release still it. Still not right? my point. Yeah, my point talking. is the people that are getting in trouble are the people that are working in the stores. So think of it as so, a cartel. Right. So how right. long did it take them to bust El Chapo? Right. Friggin' okay. 30 years? I get it. So The this, guy that never touches it. It's hard to arrest him. Yeah. Okay, so but here's the point though. Where the can this is the cannabis industry we're talking about here. We're talking about mm-hmm. people that were supposed to be working out of compassion and that walk all these dispensaries rock around and say how compassionate they are and oh, how they're on. trying to come help on. patients. Come on. Right. Come so on. and and what they what they're really doing is exploiting their employees of to take the downfall yeah, for them. The oh, nice you could say the same people. thing about LPs. It's, they exploit the price. They charge more for something because they're I, doing it illegally and they're good. exploiting I, their patients. So I agree with you. Yeah. Yes, they certain they also typically these these situations also take care of their employees very well. Usually. Yeah. I feel way more anything I've done in the past compared to working for an LP. I felt way more exploited working for an LP. They're using my knowledge, paying me jack shit, paying a lot of people that knew nothing a lot more money because they had a horticultural degree, all kinds of bullshit, bringing in illegal toxic products, telling us to work with them without hazmat suits. Friends that had respiratory issues with it after that, that they were told to keep quiet by the LP. Right. So cold sulfuric acid eating through their boots and scarring them for life. LPs are fucking terrible. Right. So hold on a second. Is there a ramification for an LP who runs a business if that happens? There is. You call labor. You call the labor board. And the labor board will take care of that. And you, I and you tried with and you, yeah. right. I, that's so you can do those things. You may lose your job, of course. I, now that's I'm not saying but exploitation doesn't happen, yeah. but you have recourse. Yeah. You have somebody there that's doing the best they possibly can. At least they think they're doing mm-hmm. following following a law I think where you're not going to be arrested and you're get, sure you may be exploited in the sense of work, but they're still following I, the yeah. government law of minimum wage, whatever the hell that is. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. which means that the government doesn't believe you're being exploited. You probably still are. Yeah, I, I mean, it's are. not a living well, wage. It's not a living wage. I'd I don't say... disagree. It's not a living wage, but you do have recourse. You get uh, if you if I pay you tw- another it's... extra ten dollars, so five dollars an hour, because mm-hmm. I'm going to dangle this fucking kombucha in front of if you. If you don't feel by like the way, you're so, gonna... a I don't feel like if if I were to take one of those trips, I don't feel like anyone's dangling anything in front of me. But I know the risk. No, I know the identity. You're not. You're not. You're not. Th- if well, you're taking uh, uh, a illegal job yeah. without thinking you can get arrested, you're a freaking I know, idiot. But, no, no, but hold no, on. It's, it's you're not. My, my people don't know. My, people yeah, don't people know. do they're know. Fully aware they're of, not aware. They're not fully you're wrong. You're aware because you're very. You're an industry insider. If you have the know-how to actually apply, hold on, hold on. To apply and work at an illegal dispensary. If you have the know-how to apply to an illegal job and work there, I have to, I have to, like my friends that took jobs there, they were not thinking, because I would ask them, I was like, do you know what it means if you get arrested? What happens to yeah, you? He's like, share my oh, computer. well, yeah, like I'll get a fine. I might get some jail time. Like, you'll never get a passport again. You're not going to be able to do this. You're not going to be able to apply for this. That's all a whole bunch of stuff. You can't right? go to you. So, you can't travel. So, I do so, travel all the time. And I, I have warrants still in that country. 
Live well, warrants. Kids still travel there all good. the fucking time. Okay, but, but dude, you could good. get some major shit that way too. Though. I just don't pay parking tickets. They give me fucking warrants. Okay, parking tickets is one thing. Trafficking narcotics well, is another thing. Well, also I have thing, failure right? to appear in court. And okay, okay, but that doesn't make it good, stuff. dude. But that's a way different that's, classification. But I know, I know my risks. I'm not naive to it. Yeah. I pay the punishment if I do. Okay, no, but, but most people are more naive than you Most people don't are. know that. More, m- most you you have to really understand people don't know that. I... A, when I got all those parking tickets, new. I, like, you know what it's like? Let me give you an example. If you came to me with, a, with some weird disease that I knew about, mm-hmm. okay? And I'd be like, it's just that. Don't worry about it. But you think you're dying. Mm-hmm. You're going to go to the... And you're in the hospital. Doc, I'm dying. And mm-hmm. I'm laughing at you because yeah. you knew... You I'm just going to go to a different doctor. Okay, but you can't... But my point is, for <laughs> me, it's so simple. For you, it's not because you don't have the knowledge, I'm right. So the doctor. point it's the same. You go to a different doctor and give you the same answer and they're going to say, yeah, it's that's what it is. And you still All think right. you're dying. But that's because you just don't have the knowledge to know. So a lot of people that come into this industry don't have that knowledge that that person does. And it's if lo- somebody whose plant man, is dying, do you know what you have to do to apply an illegal dispensary. I know, but, but Tyler, for, for it's instance, not like you like go on Indeed of, and find it. No, no, no. But a lot of my friends that started like working there, they, they got in because it out of their and friends look for too. it. They didn't you even apply to. for the job. Oh, man. Exactly. You, know, that's the you other don't side of it, get right? it. Like the people, you, Joe Blow, who knows nothing about cannabis, can't go get I know a job. At a those ton places. of people Whoa. that had no idea what they were getting into yeah. and got into a lot of shit. They yeah. suck. Because, no, they don't suck. No. They don't know. They just want to help people. She's just very naive. Yeah. They I just want to help people. I still they don't feel get like that. they're doing compassionate work. Yeah. But they it's feel illegal. like the, you always the, know it's illegal. No, you don't though. It's because illegal. it's a storefront. Yeah. They don't even know it's yeah. illegal. The whole news says it's illegal. But the news, so the news is real. The news had no idea. Is also saying it it's illegal. It's very, very, yeah, I know, very, very obvious that they were illegal. And you, if you're around a group of people that's working there, all your friends are working there, you're in a bubble of reality too, right? You're not getting information from all the different sides. <laughs> I just keep going you know? back to fuck it, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. But I think wow. that I, I think that yeah, it is unfortunate because, like I said, I have friends that are you know kind of fucked now. And yeah, I think so too. They're just really naive about it. They got the job because their friend right. was there. Just. And if they want to leave, you can leave, but now you have a record. Yeah. So it sucks. And if they get fined, they don't have a record. It's only if you get okay. arrested and convicted. Sure. I, I, I agree. None of them it's are convicted yet. Hassle, and yeah. like we said earlier, all those places will pay your fucking lawyer fees. Okay. They, some, most of them will, I'm sure. But I'm sure there are some that I'm not, don't. I'm not sure now that they've all like, you know, closed up shop that good luck trying if to you read this article right. it says that the owner is fully in back of all of his employees uh, okay that's great and who still can't travel to the u.s or to wherever not they that anybody really can wants to until go. they're convicted if they don't get convicted they still can okay and then but after that you just need a party i don't know is that true do you they can they can deny you uh, entry into the states even only if you have action no you have oh, to be no, convicted. No, no, no no you don't no unless it's no, a crime don't. in the u.s no. no, it doesn't matter. They're allowed to. They're allowed to like say no regardless and not they give you a reason. They can no say no anything. for anything, yeah. any right. reason. And but they know that there's an open investigation. We share that information with them, so they would know. Only that. bordering states. Uh, no. Only That's bordering the, states. I know mm-hmm. that for a fact because all my warrants are in non-bordering states and mm-hmm. they can't search them up. I know, but the border agents do I have access I know that for to, fact. The, they, they do have, I know, but there's a there's databases, right, of open in, shared information so that the, the border... When I cross the border in Michigan, yeah. what the border officer can look at is 
any convictions in a state that borders Mexico, any convictions in a state that borders Canada. He can't look in Missouri that doesn't border the, any country you're talking where about, all my you're warrants talking are. You're talking about the guy sitting the, there, right? You're talking, talking also about, about a U.S. So you're also guy. talking to a guy who a gets Cana- pulled in every single okay, but time. But what about a Canadian? You, you have American convictions, not Canadian convictions. I have Canadian convictions as a minor, lots. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know any of this shit. that's why you don't do Hey, everybody, and Tyler. <laughs> you want to find out a lot about me? Yeah, just, uh, just be a border uh, police. But those are all sealed What were your records, convictions? Though, yeah? I don't want to say. Okay. <laughs> it's probably a good that's idea. Right. Probably. I probably won't work here after. Okay, okay. That's fair. Um, yeah, that's awesome. So Not really awesome. No. I but, did some stupid things as a kid. Yeah, shit a happens. Lot. Yeah, yeah. Maybe shit happens. Listen, everybody yeah, does stupid things. Degrees. Okay, but the bottom line is <laughs> you're getting exploited if you're working for an illegal I think you're getting exploited no if matter you just what. work in you general. Are. You're, I, you're always getting that's exploited. That's what I was going to say. I think you guys are both arguing who gets exploited more. Right. That's fair. They're both getting exploited to a certain degree. You're right. Yeah. Uh, okay. I wish I like working in an LP. It was the worst experience ever. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. But there's got to be LPs that are good to work for now. Yeah. I there have, are people that have really good. I've never heard a good story of someone working in an LP. You think over honestly. time that'll change? Just I have. Because of standards. I mean, get, people like, that worked for. The only good thing I've heard from CanTrust employees oh, is okay. that now all these people have quit and we can move up faster. Okay. Like it. So that's the. But whole uh, even people up. at. Places like Supreme, they love working there. Metrum, when Metrum was open, I had I knew a ton okay, of people. Let's not they let's not talk about names. Let's not right, say no, names. Well, Metrum doesn't even exist anymore. Right, fair. So well, it was bought by Canopy. Well, but so I guess it, it doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. Yeah, fair. But a point being, there are places that really treat their employees well, and then there are places that definitely exploit them in mm-hmm. terms of how much they're paying them. Whether I don't think you know minimum wage. You know, unless you're living there and they're paying your room, board, food, and all your other stuff, minimum wage I think is kind of silly. You can't in mm-hmm. Hamilton. I don't think you can afford to live. You seventeen? I think sixteen fifty or seventeen bucks is like. Uh, I just read an article about it that you needed to make. You can't X live off seventeen bucks an hour. Yeah, that, not really. If you, you can't, not, man. Down, not living downtown. If you live in the East End, maybe. Then, yeah. yeah, you got to pay rent. Rent's a thousand bucks a month. You got to live. Groceries, another thousand bucks a month. That's your whole paycheck gone. Yeah, you're making two grand like every four weeks. Like that is nothing. Yeah, you're making. Yeah, nothing. minimum wage is what two grand every every two weeks. No, but no, seventeen God bucks no. isn't. No, every taxes. two weeks, making like fifty k a year, you make sixteen hundred after taxes. Every yeah. two weeks, you make nothing okay, yeah, making yeah, yeah. seventeen dollars an hour. You make dirt. Okay. Yeah, that's there. sad. And all of our prices of stuff is going up. Yeah, well, inflation Thanks, government. is what it is. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a fun, heated discussion. <laughs> hey, Al, how are you feeling over there? Hey. <laughs> that was awesome. So uh, that was fun. So everybody's getting exploited. Everyone is. The only place you don't get exploited working is at Synergy. Yeah. Hey. Woo. Yeah. You just say exploit me on podcasts to get mad. <laughs> that was awesome. That'll go on TMZ, hopefully. Right? Maybe one <laughs> that day. moment when. He, I thought he was going to, I thought you were going to explode. Your neck was oh, like. Oh, dude, I can totally tell. The yeah, if I get, know. that was about phase two. Get to phase dude, three. Dude, I can tell, I, I can tell that Tyler is, um, is, uh, is a I, fun hockey player to play against. I, um, <laughs> I initially <laughs> thought you were just kidding. No, I was and mad. Then, uh, I was I really see, mad. Then, and then you went, you went. So when I get mad, ready. what I do is I ha- I went through a lot of anger management. I leave the situation. I have to. There have been times 
with people in the car, I'll stop the car and get out of the car and walk away and just leave the car there. <laughs> wow, I guess that's I can't, a real It's better thing. than me doing something stupid. Yeah, that's a real thing. Because I'm a big boy, and I've been a big boy since my 20s, I got to very quickly to the point where a cop comes near me, I sit down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't want to make any... I, I, I don't move. I'm just, yes sir, no sir. Can I go now? I don't really get you angry. You should say officer. Yes, officer. Yeah. No officer. Why are you going to get angry at the cop, though? They like officer more than sir or ma'am. I, I just don't. I don't know. Plus, I don't you never really make the fight. mistake of calling I don't, I don't a get angry. cop sir. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, you need to fix your Instagram. Yeah, it just went off. Oh, all right. You want to go press play? Yep. You know the, remember all the coding and stuff? Oh, no. I'm the new, I'm the new Instagram. I can't really uh, tell you offhand right now. Okay, we good? That's really cool. All right, cool. You're back on so live? should come up. I'll tell you when it's back on. All right, cool. It, it doesn't seem to come up live on it's gonna the be desktop definitely. app, but it does on my phone. So. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, it's back. I got it. Yeah, it's there now. Are we back? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, cool. I'm waiting. So, all right. Well, that was a good discussion on uh, LP exploitation and... Uh, and dispens- dispensary <laughs> exploitation. Let's just come down to exploitation. It's also, it's also a matter of perspective. It does. Too, because it, if, you would, just, if, we, if we would be talking like that towards somebody that came from, uh, you know, anywhere in, uh, in Southeast Asia, they'd slap us across the face. Right. Oh, it's also a first world problem. Yeah. Yeah. Although going to jail, I don't think is a first world problem. No, that, no. I think <laughs> going to jail is jail's probably worse in first world countries. Like, oh fuck yeah. no! Oh god, yeah. no. dude, dude, come on, dude. dude you can walk in and out of jail in Mexico and just leave. Uh, yeah, I don't know about you, that. She, or they could <laughs> throw away the key. Or, or yeah, I don't know. You did you ever at, watch Midnight Express? Remember that movie? If you look it's at some of the African jails, like my god, man, it's it's messed up. But a lot yeah. of them are way easier to escape from. Things like that. Oh yeah, for sure. Like well, you get it's out. It's not an industry, right? There's, that's a different. Yeah, over here it's keep them in jail we make money mm-hmm. yeah but it's going to be different. a lot different now with legalization of cannabis we're going to have a lot of less people in prisons which hopefully which hopefully i hope um and hopefully you think that we're going to get them pardoned the people from Rio? did you just see that there's places like like in the u.s that are even asking for expungement yep which i don't know if we got states in the u.s that are that would trigger it that sure. are saying you know this should be expunged i don't see why we wouldn't i think our next sure. federal government will do it i don't think the fe- the government we're under right now mm. will do it they have no. enough problems to yeah. deal with but uh perhaps maybe the next government will and another thing same. that we need to make a stink about you know like we still have that going and you know we've it's got guy, people like yeah. rena romprasad out there and especially if we need growers and no need right we need yeah like, i mean we need to get get them out of them prison just in jail right now right yeah. mm-hmm um, and I think, you know, sooner or later, they're, they're, I mean, how crazy can you imagine sitting in prison right now or, in, well, I guess they're in prison, mm-hmm. not in, in jail or whatever, sitting in prison right now and seeing a legalized world and all oh you did God. was the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, how crazy does that make you feel? Kind of make you feel a little shitty about yourself. So you would practice suck. being a Zen med- meditation, you know, you got to <laughs> practice yeah. a lot of meditation. Yeah. I'd be trying to break out. Yeah, well, I can imagine. <laughs> really? Uh, you no. Seem so calm. <laughs> I thought Tyler was going to start flipping shit. I was just going to sit back. No. Man, I, at least I know I can uh, get under his skin a little bit. It's not hard to get under my skin. Clearly. Oh, uh, jeez. I've red um, hair, man. It's what's fire, that? Fire yeah, yeah. I've got me. kids, three kids with red hair. 
So that's got to be like something when you, when you're playing hockey, everybody else on the team knows to like you know. Yeah, we got it. We got it. We got it. The reason why he likes There's a reason why he likes fighting in mm-hmm. hockey. Great way to relieve stress because yeah. he likes to relieve stress instead of going to a punching bag. I don't. My parents would never buy me one. Really? Never allowed to have one. Always wanted one. There's an argument for people like that though that martial arts is the best thing that they could possibly do. I agree. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Rory was saying mm-hmm. when he was on here. You know, people have a some people just need martial arts in hey, their life. Hey, people like killing should become butchers. Yeah. I don't know? like killing things. It's just what's that? I don't like killing things. No, fish, no. fine, chickens, all that shit, no problem. But yeah, because no one cares about things, them. I grew out of it. I grew up with a gun in my hands, hunting. Uh, like since I like, I, I can't really kill anything. Young. And I over time, Bugs. and my dad's the same thing. We stopped hunting, not because yeah. we don't like the meat or anything, just because after a while you don't want to. You just it just got to play with your psyche a your little. Your dogs bit. never brought home things, and you've had to kill them. No. Yeah. Really? No. Yeah. no. Live on a ravine too. My dog will bring shit home half alive, and I have to kill it. Really? Or he'll just oh. kill it. But yeah. yeah, you know, mice. Not long ago, maybe four if a mouse is, I couldn't even kill a mouse in the house. Really? I would just run away. <laughs> just run away. Mice, I, I have no problem. I kill a bug. Fish, yeah. I eat fish as long as I don't have to. You see know what it. they do now for mouse traps? The the yeah. sticky stuff. Yeah, that's so cool, man. Yeah, I, it's weird. I'd rather kill a human than an animal. I think. No, you that's wouldn't. messed up. No, that's you weird. That's no, so messed up. From, from my friends in the army that have actually done it before, they're like, "You no, trust no, me, you don't." No. Well, I mean, I feel like at least a human has a chance to get run away. You know, a little bit. Animals run faster. It's a fair fight. And how it stays with you, though. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot of people. I'm a coroner, so I see a lot of death. But knowing that you took that life away is different. Well, yeah. and I I hope it's different. It is, uh, for sure. I mean, I guess that's kind of... It yeah. wouldn't if you Maybe I take if you ever back. killed somebody, it'd be accidental. Yeah, it that's wouldn't true. be intentional. Yeah, yeah no, it's you're right. Nother, yeah. It's a whole nother ball game. Because that's I what couldn't kill anything. Psyche more than anything, it's the fact that who am I to do that? Yeah, that plays with you, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I don't. I think yeah, yeah, no, killing altogether sucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, as an emerge doc, I mean, I see a lot of people die under my hands, mm-hmm. but it's not my fault. Does I that dry- change over time, like how how you feel towards it, how yeah. it affects you, like how did it affect yeah. you in the beginning? Desensitized. Yeah, that's why I left emerge. No, yeah, but how did it affect <clears throat> you in the beginning? Like, what was the like? Well, you know, at what one, are the phases of going through? Yeah, it? you know, the first like the first time you see someone like actually die i kind of you kind of remember that moment Mm. that you're like whoa this is real Mm. you know um and you're just watching it because yeah as in medicine like a movie like yeah it's not real and is that how people die they don't look Mm. like they're supposed to look when they die it's never the way you think it's gonna be right yeah yeah and it's it like working though i used to work in emerge at toronto east general i worked in i was security and emergency and and i mean we did 12 hour shifts on the weekend you saw a lot of crap and a lot of blood and yeah. bodies come through the door. Yeah. And it, you know, it's it's, but it's one thing for a dead person to roll past you on a gurney, and it's another thing to have somebody die in your hands. Yeah. And no, it, it it certainly is. I mean, I can't I can't even count the amount of people that have probably died who were talking to me a minute earlier and then and then died. Um, even, one, including my grandmother. I was on the night my grandmother came into the hospital, mm. and I, I was the only doc on. Oh, wow. <clears throat> at York Central. Yeah, I remember all those yeah, things. So those things happen. Eventually, you learn how to... Um, Cope. You have to... You have to, right. But that's a problem. Yeah, absolutely. You, 
you because it's a big part of being human. Yeah, is like those signals is to feel yeah. is to feel those yeah. things, and you should mm-hmm. feel those things. So because you because you human, compart- you should yeah. Because you compartmentalize yeah. that, it compartmentalizes you, your relationships, you, and how you feel. Everything other, yeah, you yeah. you lose the sensitivity. Right. He looks at it, he finds out what's wrong, he fixes it, you go home. Right. That doesn't always work out that way in real life. Right. But mechanics have seen cars die in front of them. Yeah. And, and there's a difference. Yeah. I think there's a difference between like a whole family of people standing around somebody or their child standing around them, like, Mm -hmm. or a little kid that's standing around them that Mm -hmm. was just hit by a drunk driver. And, you know, and you're working on them, you know, for hours and then, you know, there's nothing you can do and they're seven years old. Those are all things that like play a factor. And then you put these, put them into this little compartment and then you just turn it off. Mm -hmm. You eventually learn how to turn anything off you need to turn off if you don't want to. You can, you turn it back on then. Right. So that becomes the problem. I can turn off any emotion I need to turn off. Yeah. And I just like that. But then mm-hmm. at some point it all comes fucking flooding back yeah. in your face and you're like, shit, yeah. one, yeah. I've lost my humanity. And mm-hmm. that's why I left Emerge for a year. Cause yeah. you know, there's a point where when you start, you know, when you start seeing people uh, die and you're like, you're sitting there eating your breakfast yeah. and you're not even on shift, mm-hmm. you know, on shift, if you got to eat and work fine, because you got to compartmentalize so you can function. Yeah. Right. But when that shift's over or before that shift, you've got to somehow still know how to feel. Mm-hmm. And uh, you sort of lose that innate ability to do those to do things. Shit at all, like, no, not, we, lo- we lose our ability to do that. So I stopped caring. So I had to leave mm. altogether. And now so I've regained humanity, I just, I, I just, because I, I listen to a lot of uh, tech podcasts and there's one with Kara Swisher, who she, uh, she was talking to a CTO of a medical uh, device company. And they were talking about how in the future, not distant future, that diagnostics, um, robotic robots are going to be way, way, way better at doing than actual humans, right? So the role of a doctor is going to change from doing any diagnostic to just be compassion, kind of like the, yeah. That's going to be like the new role or whatever. Yeah, I don't know how. But I is mean, that in, okay? Is that in, like in some circumstances for sure? There's guys at St. Joe's, for example, that are like world renowned at doing remote surgery. So mm-hmm. like you need to have surgery done when you're in space or underwater. They do. They can do that, yeah. and they won't make mistakes. Those guys. But mm-hmm. still, at the end of the day, if they get in there and there's something you need to hold, one, they've got two arms, you know what I yeah. mean? And like how quick is, mm-hmm. you know, AI can definitely... Oh, it's going to be the, can, the way of the future can, for can sure. think, exactly. but it's, I don't know how fast they're going to react to certain things. It's going to mm-hmm. take a while to get there. Yeah. Eventually, I think we'll be able to get there, but I don't think we're going to get It'll there. There'll be we're, sensors we're hooked up right to now. a human with a fake human in front of them cutting the fake human yeah. and then the robots mimicking everything the human is doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we had, yeah... For sure, those that's definitely the future. There are things in Emerge you just can't do. You can't get a robot to run back and forth and for like. Oh yeah, you have to have ten different robots running around doing all that same stuff and Amazon getting inter- eventually that's exactly what they are. getting yeah. interrupted yeah. every eventually every we'll have AIs thirty running seconds. Around. Be yeah, yeah, but in the, in the interim, it's like the. Uh, did you see um, the the news about uh, Elon's new company? What they're doing? Which one? The Neuralink. No. Oh man. I, I don't have inter- oh, I, no. so I have don't this, have news anymore. You'll love really. this. So they 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 did their first announcement and they I uh, love Elon too had, and I haven't so read anything. So the new company about it. he's building the first interface to directly tie into your brain and the, the Oh, we're screwed, man. He's yeah. like we're fucked. When that it's shit goes down. It's crazy how far along they are already what? though. What? Yeah, I'll send it to you. You got to watch. What's happening? It. Basically, I mean, they're, they're, they're the interface. They're creating the interface to link directly into our consciousness and control things via it. And they're already pretty. Why far do they along. want to do that? Because, What's the point because of that? AI because they can communicate, and because here's the thing: the way of us controlling 
um, uh, technology via our fingers or eyes or whatever is just, it's so slow. It's so slow compared to what we could be doing with it's just electrical signals going back. I don't want anybody knowing what's going on in my brain ever. No, yeah, that's going to (laughs) happen. No, no, man. That cannot happen. Video just paused. Did it? Can you uh, unpause it? Sure. We're going to unpause. Oh, it is? Uh, one left. No, it should be back and now. And now just me. Battery's dying. <laughs> oh, yeah? Eat the last pieces of pizza. All right. Oh, so my... Oh, bi- one. I think, uh, guys, I think we uh, we killed this day. That was great. It's uh, 4.30, people. Oh, but um, Well, my battery's dead. We can plug... How many? 20. So why did it turn off? Because oh, it pops up and says 20% Oh, is left. it back on? Uh, it's like battery. I didn't oh. close the thing that popped up. Is it? Okay, so it's back on. Well, it's 420, everybody. It's 424, actually. And so, everybody, uh, hope you're all having an amazing day. Uh, we got through one... We what we got through one news article. <laughs> no, we went through a few. We I know. Oh, oh did actually, we? Before we go. Okay, hold on. You, the last thing that I put in there, the CBJ or CBG. Yeah, what about it? Um, what, like, cause I haven't really read that much. What do you, is it just very early days or we just don't mm-hmm. know much about it? What's it's very early. There's no strain where you can really extract a lot out of it either because okay, it's they so mentioned- minimal in the plant. Okay. So, so all, they- all cannabinoids pretty much come from one single origin, CBG. And then they eventually, sort of like how we all start as an embryo and then differentiate as humans. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. It's it's sort of like what's uh it's sort of like your stem cell. It's the gen- okay. It's, it's your it's, it's your it's your uh, it's your young cell okay. that eventually differentiates into all the different cannabinoids, and that's CBG. So it's really hard to get CBG out of a plant because yeah. there's not much left of it. It all converts into CBC into THC. CBD, yeah, early on, probably in its baby life. I don't know. What do you, what do you, what do you say? There should research plants that are in pre-flower. What? Oh, pre. Okay. Plants that are in pre-flower starting to develop terpenes and cannabinoids. See what they can pull out of a pre-flower plant. How old is a pre-flower plant? Well, if you want a pre-flower plant, all you have to do is flip it to twelve twelve lighting, and it will flip in one day. Outside, it'd be custom to season. Sorry, say that again. Your case. So your plants in veg. Inside under your 24-hour, 18-hour For how lighting, long? As long as you want. No, but you, how you do you... keep it there in perpetuity if you want. Yeah, yeah, but how long... Oh, really? Pre-flower yeah. starts is the day you flip it into 12-12. You'll start... Really? It just thinks the seasons are changing. Yeah. Right? So it, and then, depending on how far But it has to grow first. Well, your plant's already vegged. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's, uh, this is after veg. But then you could also do autoflower. Autoflower uh, sprout budding. But they're like manipulated. Uh huh. So if we, I guess, if they want to see how much CBG there is, where are you going to take the? Where do you get that from? Though I guess you just take it from the the. Uh, You're going to have to engineer strains, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so to or, get enough CBG. I don't know enough about it. Maybe, maybe try extracting a whole plant that's in preflower. But would it be like? Would, would what are be- you extracting though? The actual stem? Well, you can extract THC from any part of the plant. Right. So I guess there's so. obviously going to be CBG somewhere if it's creating it there in the pre-flower stage. Mm. It has to because so that's what it comes so like from. So like everything else, like even, even oh. microgreens, right? So the concentration is the same thing with stem cells. It's hyper-concentrated. Like in certain areas. Right? Wouldn't it be the same thing then? It's a good idea. Yeah. 
pretty much. You'd have to be, I'm sure there's a part of the plant, maybe the roots, maybe the, who knows? There's got to be a part of the plant that has a lot of CBG Hi- in it. Hyper concentrated. Yeah. I think it would be throughout the whole thing and then it would get more focused on areas that have the predominant amounts of cannabinoids. So then when you're starting to get budlets, like actual little budlets, the first white sprint of pistols and all that on the buds, Probably then there'd be a lot. What, what function does was the that's CBD when THC and THC is developing? What is what is the function CBD and THC has in the plant itself? Like, does it do anything for the plant, or is it just a, like the, the THC? Something the plant produces is like the protection of it, right? It's like the, how it protects. Oh uh, well, I think the whole the whole bud, the whole flower, yeah. is the protection. Eat it, get high. Don't come, okay. don't eat the rest of the plants. It's, the flower is just the flower. It, yeah, I'm, but I'm sure that's its protection mechanism. It, no, it's a sex organ. What is? what is the flower? It's a sex. It's no, a no, female no, I mean, sex organ. Yeah, no, no. But I mean the THC part of right. it itself. Like what, that's what true. function? I, I think it's just something is produced in the flower. It's just like saying, why does lavender produce la- lavender? Well, because it, it's symbiotic with uh, with other things in its environment that it adds. To what does body. what does the plant have to protect itself? I would. I thought it was the, the THC that, would, that it excreted yeah, it, just, it to, to wrap itself. Or, or maybe to get other things mm-hmm. high that are around it. Who knows? Mm. I think so it's it just all fucked up and can't you can't mm. eat me because you're high. Then that's like okay, so. <laughs> say, look at look at opium for example. Do you know uh, how you harvest opium? You and cut it right. Yeah, you, you slit the right. slit the balls when they're swollen and that ooze drips right, out. Right. What the fuck's that ooze for? For in the plant? No. That's well, like asking what THC is for. I really don't that's know. Usually, it's there to detract from an animal eating it, or for there's some genetic reason or some evolution. I don't know. Reason. I'm not yeah. a botanist, so I have no I really idea. Don't know. Okay. I don't think it's for protection. I'm just fascinated with the plant itself because there's so many things about it that are unique that, that aren't in other plants mm-hmm. in the same way at like, all. I would think if THC was for protection, it would be poison. Mm. No, there are things. I mean, there's a lot lots of plants of- that don't want to be eaten develop poison. Mm-hmm. Right. That's fair. Maybe it is poison for the, the one of the invasive species that it is, right? So there's, that happens all the time. Could be. Yeah. Well, a majority of the invasive species that do destroy your bud love it. Oh yeah, so they like to that. eat it. <laughs> the only bug that really it's doesn't true, right? is it a ladybug. Be, yeah, it would like it would detract spider. Why doesn't the ladybug like it? Because it's a carnivore. Oh, because ladybugs eat. They eat mites and pests and things. They don't eat uh, plants. So mm. it's like the well that brings everybody to. You. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Here, I'll show you a video. All right. Now, okay. We'll look at a video and then we're gonna close it up, Al. Um, while he's looking up the video. No, it's a video from my friend. I have it right oh, here. Oh, what are we looking at? Ladybugs on his plants. Where do you buy them? Horticultural store. You can, oh my God, he actually has ladybugs. Tons of them, he's putting them on his plants. That's crazy. Yeah, he sent me that the other day. So you guys can't see this, but what it is, is he has ladybugs in a bag. Beautiful buds, eh? Hey, you, wow, where, what is, those are gorgeous. Mm. ACMPR oh, wow. grower. What's that? It's an ACMPR grower. How many plants has he got growing there? Like, almost 200. Wow. wow. There's so many of them. It's a lot of plants. He What's he do with all his cannabis? He's fully licensed. <laughs> He's fully licensed. Exactly. Anyway, that looks really awesome. So he like has his own like factory just for ladybugs then? No, no he got he them from a horticultural store. store. Oh. Yeah, they sell that uh, stuff. Like, if you go up into like Stainer and like uh, Tottenham and like where they do a lot of farming, mm-hmm. the big farm depots sell like pest control. So you can buy like nematodes, things like ladybugs. Mm-hmm. Parasitic wasps. Wait, so they'll use ladybugs like in that. like a field situation or just in a greenhouse situation? Greenhouse. Okay. If you throw them in a... F- you, people might. I don't know, but I think it'd be kind of wasteful. They're right, expensive. Yeah, yeah how they're much are cheap. they? Do you know? I don't know exactly, but they're not cheap. Hmm. I want a ladybug army, bug. man. 
All right, everybody. Uh, listen, last things in the news. Mar- marijuana research hasn't exploded in Canada because they don't let us. We sort of spoke about that. Banks in the U.S., well, they're ready to take on J- all your J-C money. Jason Morgan are so ready. Yeah, yeah fuck. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, that's, the, that's the wave. People are leaving Canada. Uh, Canada was a great start. You know, I did this. I'm just going to finish with this last thing. You know, I did this post today that spoke about, and I don't know about you, Al, but, you know, prior to legalization, you know, we felt like we had this big mission and this vision, and uh, Al is gone. Where'd he go? He's there. Oh. I can still see him. And we were, uh, you know, I felt like, felt really motivated. And post-legalization, I have this, you know, po- I'm calling it the post-legalization blues. You know, the question is, what now? What what do we do now? And, uh, and I think it's, and I'm not the only one. I brought this up with a friend who's like, we're all sort of feeling this what now kind of picture. And, and I think one of the reasons that we all feel like that, whether it's cannabis or anything else, we'd always feel like the what now, because we just have restless souls mm. and our spirits are just meant to not sit. And we're always going to be doing it. We need it. a new fight. We need, yeah, no matter what it is. We're, and, we'll, and the fight for equality in this space is not, it doesn't have the same kind of you know, attachment to it. Right? right. It's like, yeah, let's make everything fair and balanced. Yeah, let's like, you know, write yeah. that on a sign. You know, right. Like, fairness you know like now i feel like i got to be a union and i'm not a you know a unionist so like if revolutionary people are never (laughs) set up a union right (laughs) exactly so you know it's it's time it's time to move to a, a different place but that being said you know there still are things in here that we have to do uh you know Hey, the next one is like, you know, uh, Oakland just legalized mushrooms. Yeah, education. Yep. I, but even education, like... That's a big one. It's, that's it, probably it's, like, yeah. It's huge right now. But nobody, you know, it's, it's crazy. You know, the craziest thing about education, you know, prior to legalization, even everybody in the cannabis world was about education. Mm-hmm. Everybody shut the fuck off to education now. Yeah. No, like they all say we're doing education. We're doing, none of them are doing it's education. Because they were lying about it being about right. <laughs> so that's what I believe. I believe that there was so much crap out there. You're saying what mm-hmm. they needed to at the time, and and there was a few of us that got exploited yeah. in the oh, middle yeah. of it that <laughs> yeah. that really wanted those things: yeah. the education mm-hmm. and the and the pe- compassion yeah. and all that stuff. And and yeah, a lot of us got played yeah. in there. It all comes down to money. And at the end of the day, it, it came down to yeah, money for a lot of people. People are opening up dispensaries, legal or not, because they're um, good, you know. Well, I listen. Oh, shit, if you want to open an, a legal dispensary, you got to win the freaking golden ticket. Yeah. Right. Like, that's stupid. You mm-hmm. get people involved who don't even want to be involved. Yeah. They just want a golden ticket. Yeah, it's like you know, what I told you. Like, no, it's no past experience, no involvement in the industry whatsoever. And just, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I always had, and I have this, you know, this saying, and I learned it from Rami Retta, a good friend of mine. Uh, he says, uh, you know, and so now I, I use it as my motto. It's patient, product, profit. You got to think about the people. You got to think about what you're selling. And then you can think about making a profit and that'll all come together. But all that being said, I think it's okay to have uh, have the blues a little bit. I think it's okay to uh, feel like we need we need something because we're restless. That's just who we are at our at our nature. Mm-hmm. We see the passion that comes out in people yep. when they get when they get, you know, heated up about a topic that's okay as long as it doesn't relate to you know end up in harm but uh, you know at the end of the day it's okay to be passionate about those things and uh, there's always going to be a lot of fights out there and at the end of the day we shine all these restless souls shine and uh and they'll make their impact 
and will continue making that impact on uh, on this industry in whichever way that happens. Um, you know, can uh, crawl is happening this mm -hmm. weekend. We don't. Uh, I don't know where it is. Can crawl? No, there's no. No, no, no locations. Yeah, we don't, don't know, know location, <laughs> but I'm just saying that can of crawl. We got things happening out there right now. One thing we do know the location is there is yoga tonight at Ooh. 6 p.m. Synergy Burlington on Harvester Road at 6 p.m. with Alicia. Give her a ring if you want to join the class or just drop in and have fun. Yoga on Mondays and Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for chronic pain uh, and stress relief. You can do it in a chair if you don't want to mm -hmm. do it on the floor. Um, there's lots of alternatives. Lots of people have been showing up the last couple of classes. It's mm -hmm. starting to happen. Uh, it's really cool. You can medicate and go. We've got a mm -hmm. whole thing, vape series yoga in there. You do the mm -hmm. same idea. And, uh, That's going to be really helpful for people, right? Do you, like medicating they keep and, coming going back. To, and going to do yoga <laughs> after. Yeah. If you like have like you really need to you know just just Zone stretch in, in general it's got to make it a lot easier on some people right? oh yeah i mean cbd for inflammation mm -hmm. it's been really helpful for people i think that's really where it's it's technique you know part, yeah, yeah. yeah the inflammation is is really the key all right everybody um any other things check out instagram uh, i guess you're probably watching it dr ira price uh on instagram check out tyler at so I can't remember his thing. <laughs> and uh, Lucas, he's on there too. Al at, what, at 420 Radio. Lifestyle 420, right? Mm -hmm. Lifestyle Radio, but it's 420radio.ca. You can look us up at. And uh, Lucas, what are, what's your thing? Uh, Lucai. So L-U-C-A-I-J. Cool. And uh, that's it for today, folks. Uh, that was fun. That was actually a lot of fun. That was, like I mean. Round table styles. Uh, yeah, aside from the, uh, uh, even, even the, whatever instigation the bull in the china shop picture started happening here but uh it, it was good i guess i instigated that a little bit, a little bit, a little I'm, bit, sorry. A little bit. I'm sorry well, i'm sorry i don't think i don't think you were trying to get it's him fine. Mad, I'm, fine. <laughs> I'm fine i'm fine i'm yeah. fine do it again <laughs> i was about to get the hell out i was about to leave <laughs> i'll leave it was like running back and forth i don't know where he was going i was collecting my things <laughs> Anyway, everybody, hope you have a great week. Uh, don't forget uh, to uh, say hi. Send us uh, a note. If you want us to talk mm. about anything, let me know. And uh, if you have any questions, let us know. Let us Peace. Know. Peace.